Hey guys, it's Sasha from Family Financial Feuds. So we've been doing this podcast thing for a while now, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear about your favorites, your family financial feuds, and more. So if you could go check out our listener survey, you can go to go.illinois.edu slash FFF underscore listener survey. Again, it's go.illinois.edu slash FFF underscore listener survey. You can also check out the link in our show notes or on our social channels on Twitter. You can find Kathy at More Than Coupons. You can find Kamaya at Save Fearlessly or me at Pennies for Pigs. And that's Pennies, the number four, and Pigs. You can also check us out on Facebook and find that link there as well. We love to hear from you. We're looking forward to it. Welcome to Family Financial Feuds from University of Illinois Extension. Happy New Year, everyone. We are so excited to be back with our podcast topics and we're so excited for you to join us. So today, uh, my awesome colleague Seisha and I are going to be talking about debt and debt management and debt reduction strategies. We have a great discussion in store for you. Um, we have some amazing data that we'd like to share with you and just some of our personal experiences as well. Um, and we just really do hope that you'll get a lot of great benefits out of this. Hi, Seisha. How are you? Good, Kamaya. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I can't believe it's already 2020. I know. And we've been doing this podcast thing for a while, too. I know. I'm so <laughs> I'm so excited to see where 2020 podcast leads us. So um, debt today, I think, is a good uh, topic to have, especially at the beginning of the year, because, you know, the holidays just happen. Mm-hmm. People might have put some stuff on their credit cards. So I think this is a good thing to be talking about at the beginning of the year. Absolutely. And when we talk about debt, like we always like to start off with, you know, defining what we're talking about Mm -hmm. or talk a little bit more about it so that we all start on the same page. So when we talk about debt, is that money that you owe to another person or to a business? And there are, of course, a lot of different types of debt. Oh, yeah. Tons of different types of debt. Um, We got credit card debt. We have housing debt, so mortgages. But a HELOC is a, a the, where you, they take the principal and they actually give you that amount so you can have it as a line of credit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also student loans. Yes. Absolutely. Auto loans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there's like personal loans. So things like, you know, if you need a computer or if you need to have really looking to get some new tires or something like that. So just some examples. And, you know, when we talk about debt, too, um, I think Seisha likes a little bit of the history stuff, kind of like I do, I do. as well. <laughs> I do. So, you know, when we think about debt, is this a new phenomenon, like, you know, in the last few centuries, or is this something that has existed for a while? So actually, debt's been around for a really, really long time. And so uh, I'm just going to apologize to those people who came to my AFCPE presentation in 2018, because this is something that I do talk about. But mm-hmm. um, the first recorded debt is from a Mesopotamian city named Sumner. And it was about 3500 BC. So that's a long time ago. Um, and both the Bible and the Quran speak on to how much interest you should charge someone for a debt. So I think that's mm-hmm. interesting to think about that debt's been around for such a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it affects us more maybe today because of credit credit yes. all the credit <laughs> and you know looking at it today what does that look like for us today as consumers and um, trying to figure out how do we manage this and mm-hmm. also acknowledging the fact that there are a lot of people who are kind of like debt averse where they try their best not to use a lot of debt but for a lot of us average consumers it's an important part in how we transact yeah, I mean, it's something, you know, like for a lot of people, you can't purchase a house without using 
without mm-hmm. using uh, a mortgage lender and getting, you know, that debt put on you. Mm-hmm. Um, cars are another thing. Um, and student loans are for a lot of students. They need that debt balance eventually mm-hmm. later on um, mm-hmm. to get through college. So, I mean, it's not like it's it's always something that's always on our minds. So, yes, it's something that's there. Yes, absolutely. And so that leads into, you know, looking not just at the history, right? But yeah. look at what does that look like for us today? And I know you found like some great data from um, the Federal Reserve Bank. Yes. So the New York Federal Reserve Bank every year, um, they have a center for microeconomic data and they release it um, the last quarter of the year every year. So this is actually from November 2019. So this is like recent, recent data yeah. that just came out. So um one couple of things I wanted to point out were that non-housing balances increased by $64 billion in the third quarter, um, and they increased across the board. So that includes um, $18 billion in auto loans, $13 billion in credit card balances, mm-hmm. and $20 billion in student loans. So that's a lot of money that's going out to us as consumers out there that we now have to pay back. And then, of course, um, there are when we talk about um, delinquency rates. So when we're talking about um, delinquent is um, at least 30 days late. But when we're talking mm-hmm. about seriously delinquent debt, um, that's 90 days or later. So um, there is a lot of outstanding debt that is delinquent right now. Um, there's six hundred and sixty seven billion dollars of debt that's delinquent. And $424 billion of that is seriously delinquent. So there's a lot of, um, and out of all these student loans and credit card debt are the two highest being reported. So that's something to be just aware of that there are a lot of people who are kind of struggling right now to pay mm-hmm. this debt off. Um, and we are seeing that this is continuing to rise. So just uh, another thing to be aware of when we talk about debt and what it looks like today. You know, a big part of, our goals for this episode is not just looking at just like defining it and looking at the history piece and mm-hmm. looking at what it looks like today, but we also want to um, talk about like some of the different strategies that we know that have been proven to yes. work well for reducing debt and also to give hope, right? Because sometimes yes. it can feel like you're drowning in it and this is a hard topic. So we hope that you all listen. It is a hard topic for it a is. lot of people. And um, it's not just, yes, there is all this debt that does exist. And for a lot of us consumers, um, trying to figure out like what's the best way to manage it. But we do have like some very interesting things that we want to share with you today as well. Well, I do think, you know, I think it's important to remember that with debt comes a lot of shame mm-hmm. and stress yes, and, you know, worrying about finances. And so our goal today is to give you some things that we talked about, some of the strategies to help you if you, if you are struggling today, because that's mm-hmm. important because, um, you know, we hope to motivate you or at least, you know, start you in the right path of, or on the path of thinking about, uh, the different, the different ways you can maybe start to, kind of snowball this debt or power pay down this debt. So that's something we are we're super excited about to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that piece too, because there's a lot of research around what they call like debt stress or consumer debt stress mm-hmm. um, that affects like people overall, like health and well-being. And so having like good strategies and different things that you can implement into your life um, to help best manage those um, different things that you have going on with debt is absolutely important. Mm-hmm. 
And I do think, um, well, I don't know. Well, I don't think we necessarily are going to discuss like what our good and bad debt is. I do think that we should look more at like the the debt that might be more stressful, things like credit card debt, mm-hmm. or maybe even um, you know other services that you paid for that are kind of bringing that stress to your life. So mm-hmm. we're not really going to be talking about housing debt or like, you know, auto loans or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make that clear. Um, but we're going to be really looking at like that debt that makes you keep you up at night, basically. Right. And just those two concepts that Seisha just mentioned to you with like the good versus bad debt for folks who aren't familiar with it. Um, it's, we hear it a lot in finance and just like a basic, Um, definition of or a differentiation between the two has to do with, you know, what is considered good debt might be debt that could increase like your value and network. And then, of course, with what is considered bad debt um, has the potential to decrease that. Just to clarify real quick. No, that's good. (laughs) Thanks, Kamaya. Yes. Well, so let's talk a little bit about some of these strategies, because I think that um, this is going to talk like this will help our discussion, mm-hmm. uh, especially for our listeners is when they're thinking about like, oh, man, I have this credit card that I need to take care of. So one of the the number one strategy that I think is out there for repaying and relieving stress of debt <laughs> is actually paying your card in full. Mm-hmm. And this might not be something that everyone can do right away, um, but this could be something to be in mind for like in the future if you do continue to use credit cards, um, you know, to be mindful of that that payment every month uh, needs to be paid in full. Um, a good paying in full actually shows really good on your credit reports as well mm-hmm. and your credit history and score. And if you're interested, Kamai and I did a really good podcast on uh, to show or not to show. It's more about talking about showing your partner your credit score, but we also talked a lot about some other credit things and credit pieces. So good one to listen to. Yes. And if you do with the pain in full piece, right? So if you get that opportunity to paid off, like trying to maintain that. Mm-hmm. So if you add other things to that car, like paying off each month so that you are on track and you keep on track with maintaining like that good, like rapport that you are building with like your, your credit company. Yes. Um, so the next one is uh, another another strategy that we could talk about is uh, paying more than the minimum, mm-hmm. and even if it's just a little bit more than the minimum. So um, if you actually on our credit card statements, there was a credit card act of 2009, I think. Um, I'll, I'll double check this for sure, but there was a, a change that you had to, um, credit cards companies had to show you what it would take to pay if you only paid the minimum. And then if you paid just a little bit more, so it's something that you can actually see on your credit card statements. Now, uh, I know it's 2020 and we probably don't receive statements in the mail anymore, but if this is something <laughs> that does bother you, um, you can always check online. out your, yeah, you can check it out online. Um, it might take you a few minutes cause it definitely took me a little while to, to find one of ours, but, uh, I, I think it is a good idea to just, just start to throw what you can at it basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, absolutely. And I think for a lot of people, when you actually see like what that difference is, mm-hmm. like how long it would take you to pay it off and how much you would pay in interest when you actually see, um, that difference that can help, um, shape how you repay. Yes. So I actually did an example of one of these because I thought it might be fun to talk about mm-hmm. just give an example because let's you know um so uh let's say you have a credit card with a balance of $3,500 on it um and the minimum payment is about $80 a month so a little less than 100 um but the credit card has an interest rate of 20.49 percent and of course you know we know as interest the more interest 
there is, the more we're going to have to pay back on it. And so if you only pay the $80 every month, it would take you over six years and 10 months to pay this balance in full. And let me tell you that the interest was almost as much as the original balance. So the interest mm -hmm. being paid back is almost, it's $2,994, um, which is almost, you know, it's $500 less than the, the, the balance. So I think that's so crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and if you just paid a little bit more or paid what you could extra to it, it would definitely change this situation here. And we have some other examples as well, too, of like strategies um, that work well with like trying to get that paid down real fast. Mm -hmm. And I know, um, on here on our list as well too, we have ones relating to reevaluating your budget and looking to see like areas that you can cut. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's possible to like add more income, there's a lot of people who do have like side gigs now. Yeah. Um, and those are just like other jobs that people have maybe outside of their main jobs, or they just do multiple, um, smaller jobs, um, to bring in income. So whatever strategies relating to that, that might work, whether it's like cutting back on some of the expenses or add in more income, um, those are strategies that help with you paying down like those debt really fast. And I think it is sometimes good to just reevaluate the budget anyways, mm -hmm. um, especially if you haven't done it in a while. So for yeah. some people like, you know, me, crazy me, I do a budget every month with my husband. We sit down and we talk about it. And, um, you know, then for a while there, we didn't do it. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so I think, you know, sometimes it's good to just reevaluate, especially at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and that way you can see like, wow, I didn't realize this much money was going out for all these television subscriptions. Or mm -hmm. I didn't realize that we were paying this much to a large corporation that starts with an A that I'm not going to discuss. Um, but, you know, they ship it to my house for free in two days. So it's a really exciting <laughs> thing. Um, so I think yeah. it's something to definitely think about and consider because, uh, you know, like we have those regular expenses like our house and our cars mm -hmm. and those things. But reevaluating the budget can help identify those areas where you can cut a little bit, even if it's just for a short period of time to make a dent in that debt. That's absolutely true. And I have a, an example as well, too, because I know like within my personal um, spending plan and within my budget, I had like gifts because I have a ton of nieces and nephews. There's a lot of them. So it feels like there's always something going on, always a birthday. And so I looked at like that amount that I had in my budget, I think maybe like a year and a half ago. And I'm like, no, I got to take some of this off like this is way too much that I have in here so just going back to see like what areas um you might be able to adjust yes I think yeah. um a lot of the like we did we did do a really great podcast on subscription boxes uh, mm -hmm. a couple months ago and I I do have a, a love for subscription boxes but I also think that that's an area where people can cut from as well um, and those subscriptions too, like we did like kind of mention subscriptions for like television and things like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, those are like, those are really starting to add up. Like I couldn't believe how much I was paying for a few of them. I was like, what? I was like, no, cancel <laughs> today. So yes. I think it's something to think about. So that's a good way to do that. Um, especially if you haven't done it in a while. So please, mm -hmm. if this is, you know, it's, if debt is something that's bothering you, I think, you know, a way to, to reevaluate and adjust is, is one of those options for you. 
an important thing is trying to reduce like that stress that comes with like having like debt because it weighs on us. It does. And so finding like the different p- ways or different strategies that you can use can help alleviate that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that all your problems will be solved like or all our um, debt would be resolved within months, but yeah. it just gives you kind of a plan of action and what you will be doing. Yes. That's great, Kamaya. I think Mm -hmm. I also want to just remind, you know, like, yes, debt is very stressful, um, you know, and we can always get lured into those offers about like 0% financing. Mm -hmm. Um, And while those are great things, I also think that sometimes you have to remember that debt is like you're just pushing it off to pay it later, right? Like, and it's just going to be sitting there like looming over you until it's paid off. And that feeling for me almost makes me claustrophobic. Like I cannot, (laughs) I literally can't handle it. Like, for example, like Kyle and I, we recently, we moved into a new house last year and we purchased, um, new appliances and for new, new appliances are really kind of expensive to be quite honest. They are, they add up. They do add Mm -hmm. up. And we had to buy three, three new pieces. So we bought a microwave, a refrigerator and a stovetop with a, you know, a double oven. I was like, heck yeah, double oven. We got to have that. But, um, you know, it it ended up being quite a bit of money. And Mm -hmm. while it was 0% financing, I just (sighs) having to pay it off, like made me so angry inside. (laughs) Um, I just, I I just want to remind people like, yeah, those offers are there. Um, and they sound really great, but Mm -hmm. you have to remember, like, is your future self going to be okay? With, with what you did. Yes. <laughs> like this purchase that you made. And yes, I'm very happy with our appliances and they are paid off now. But at the time I was really mad. So just sorry. I'm just like a quick personal story <laughs> to throw in there. Always, right? We of always course. have to add a little bit of yes. a little bit of spice to it. Yeah. Yeah. So some other strategies. Um, like for us, we we talked about like pain in full. We talked about um, re looking at your budget to see if you need to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Then we have another great example on here that I know Seisha will be very oh, excited yeah. to talk about and it's power paying your debt. Yes. So a lot of people are really familiar with this term called snowballing your debt. And basically, um, because we live in Illinois, it's kind of easier for us to imagine this. <laughs> snowball. Um, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I have another, I have snow on my ground, but basically you take like an itty bitty snowball. Think of it like that's your money. That's your cash. This is your payment. So I'm like actually showing Kamaya my snowball, but she doesn't <laughs> look at me. Anyways. Um, so I, so you take the snowball and you just continue to pay things off the little snowballs. And then as they add up, you can put the snowballs together. So it makes a bigger one and then it makes a bigger one. And then hopefully you'll have it paid off. Um, another way to do this is with power, pay your debt. Um, this is actually comes from Utah state university extension. So shout out to my friend, Dean minor. You created this really great product. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's free. I just want to make it sure it's free. Yes. It's a free online tool developed from, um, extension educators, um, from Utah again. Um, and, but there's also a ton of information on how on the power pay website. So you should definitely check it out. Um, but basically it'll show you what we talked about earlier, that debt reduction about like how much time does it take? You know, how much interest am I paying? And you can like, actually like, you know, look at like a, like a list of every month and like decide like, okay, well, you know what? In April, I know I get a tax return so I can add like an extra thousand dollars there or whatever it is. Um, and it will show you the difference between making uh, no power payments and making power payments. So it's actually quite a useful tool, especially for those of us who might have, um, 
a balance that we're uncomfortable with and we can start to pay that off. So really great, great tool. I'd like to tell everyone about it. Yeah. And I have, I work with volunteers who work with individuals within our community on Mm -hmm. working on their financial goals. And one of our volunteers talked about how she incorporated PowerPay with um, that person that she was working with and that helped keep her on track Mm -hmm. um, to get things paid down, paid off, even though there were times or months that um, she may have um, sidetracked it a little bit, but it was like a tool that was there to help guide her to her goal that she wanted to, which was of course, to, um, reduce as much as her credit card debt as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great tool. Um, and especially working with money mentors, I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's an accountability piece too. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if you are struggling, like maybe you just talk to your spouse, like, Hey, we have this credit card debt. I'd like to knock it out or talk to a family member you feel comfortable with about finances or find somebody you feel comfortable with having that discussion to be that accountability partner for you, because that's going to motivate you more than Mm -hmm. just being like, oh, here, let me just download this Excel spreadsheet and let me just mark <laughs> off my payments every month. That's not, that's not as fun. So mm-hmm. um, it's just something to think about. Yeah, it can seem tedious to a lot of us oh, yeah. when we do things like that. And, um, and there's some people who are spreadsheet nerds like myself to mm-hmm. some degree, but um, sometimes it can um, feel that way. So what I've seen actually is really cool, like um, debt thermometers. You can find these things everywhere on the Internet. Um, you can like download them and like, you know, customize them for yourself. So like, as you're paying it off, you can feel better about it, like Mm -hmm. color it in or something. Um, if you want, you could like make those, like those old school construction paper chains and like every, I don't know, hundred, every payment you make, you can like rip one off and like have a happy dance. I don't know. We're just giving you some strategies also like, you know, motivate you because it is important to keep motivated on something that kind of might restrict your spending for a little while. Mm Mm-hmm. Celebrating those small wins. Yes. That's how important. Because if you don't celebrate them, then it's not as fun. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you do it again? Like, (laughs) like, why would you do any other goal if you can't celebrate it? Right. Like you have to have that little, little piece of it. So, Mm -hmm. um, another strategy I think is important and that you can, um, this actually takes like actually talking to a human being. So, so sorry for those of us. Oh my gosh, Asia, why are you trying to make our lives a little bit harder? I'm talking so to sorry. Other people. So, so much more stressful. <laughs> um, but I think if you really are looking to, um, to take care of some debt, you can always call your creditor and negotiate for a lower interest rate, or maybe you just ask them like, you know, you just want to pay this card off. And then once it's paid off, you, you know, you decide what you want to do with it. But I do think giving that creditor a call is worth your time because, because like I said, uh, I always say this a lot. So if you don't ask the answers, no, I think even asking is worth your time. So, you know, make that phone call, talk to a real human being, make your case, see if they'll help <laughs> you reduce your interest rate. Yes. Kind of be like my teenager when she approaches and she says, I don't know if the the answer might be no, but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, yeah, I think it's worth it. Can I? (laughs) And there are tons of people out there who, you know, who do do this on a regular basis. They negotiate with their creditors. Mm -hmm. I mean, people negotiate with like our cable company and other things like that. So I think it's all, you know, uh, auto insurance, those kind of things. I think it's important to negotiate and uh, have that skill to at least, I mean, having a lower interest rate is going to help you. So Mm -hmm. that's another one. Um, And this one is a little bit more advanced. I will say this last strategy is just like a tiny bit more advanced. So 
how do I say this? If you have, if you're looking to really make a difference and you feel comfortable, you can always do a balance transfer on a credit card. So from one credit card to another credit card. Now, this isn't your opportunity to steal money from Paul and pay it to Peter and then like, you know, charge up that other credit card again. Um, but I do, you know, there are opportunities where you can get 0% financing on that um, rollover balance. And that can help a lot for those people who are really struggling. So I think that this is an advanced thing, but you have to have self-control. If you know that you're not this person, that's Okay. Um, this might not be a strategy that you use. We can, we talked about a few others, but I do think talking about that balance transfer is something you can use to bring it down. And I, and for me, when I hear this as well too, um, with like my own, um, credit card company that I do work with, with the different offers that they have each year mm -hmm. and opportunities for me to make my credit situation even better. Um, I look into those. I ask people a question about how it has worked for them, um, just like different pieces with um, trying to find out more information about it. So if you're not very familiar with that as well, too, like find out more information about it and see if it's the right path for you. Yeah. Or if the, Yes. <laughs> and we'll probably blog on it um, in the next few months because this is something that I think is a, is an important topic to, to discuss because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not always very clear on how to go about doing this. It Exactly. Yes. Um, but I do think, again, if you feel that you have that self-control and you feel like you're, you are ready to kind of make a big change in your life, that, that might really help. So 0% mm -hmm. financing balance transfers, they might be good things for you. <laughs> so sorry. <Yeah. laughs> um, so I think there, we should also discuss like if you're in over your head, right? Cause there are times when we do feel like we're drowning in debt. Overwhelmed super stressed, not mm -hmm. sleeping, not eating very well. Maybe that's what we wake up like in the middle of the night with our insomnia thinking about is the dead. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can, sometimes it can consume you. Yeah. Um, it I manifest do physically. Yeah. It can, yeah, it can manifest. Oh, I don't even like, mm -hmm. I don't even want to go down that road. <laughs> I, I mean, I've done it. Like I have done it. Mm -hmm. Like debt followed me for the majority of my life. Like even when I tried to get it together, it just never seemed to work, you know, um, high school, college, grad school, it just kept like following me and I was like, yeah. go away, stop following me around debt. It's awful. So, um, I do think that if you're in over your head, you might have to take a hard look and mm -hmm. face your debt head on and do things like list out your debt, um, the good and the bad. So like all the debt, no matter what, if it's mortgage, auto, credit cards, student loans, whatever it is. Um, and you need to evaluate it. Like what, and when I say evaluate it, I mean like list out everything, like the name of the creditor, the percentage rate that you're paying, the minimum payment. And that's going to help to kind of like make things a little bit more clear for you. And that might actually like make you feel like maybe you're not so much in over your head. Right. But I think that that's a good way to start talking about it. It's just like looking at what it is on paper because sometimes um again we get we get credit card statements in the mail it's hard to see like what it is every month and without looking at it on paper and like mm -hmm. actually like facing it i think people really struggle yes and one thing i would add to um you know as you're examining that 
see if there are any free resources. So for us, we like the word free, right? So, so free and trustworthy um, resources or programs. So here with Illinois Extension, um, with the Consumer Economics Program, we have like a money mentors program um, where we do work with individuals for free within our communities. So in your area where you live, if you have like extension programs or other nonprofit programs that um, might have um, options for you to like mm-hmm. seek like just free help, even if it's somebody to just um, go over all of it with you. Because of course you looking at it, getting overwhelmed or even frustrated, just having somebody else to to talk with about what you're trying to accomplish with like reducing your debt. Yeah. That's a we like free. We do like free. And <laughs> you're right, Kamaya. There are tons of great resources out there. Um, so whether or not you live in Illinois, this mm-hmm. this Money Mentors Program is um, in a few different states across the country. So I know Florida has one that's really that's really going really good. I know mm-hmm. Arkansas just started one. So, um, you know, just be on the lookout or contact your local extension office and ask. Yeah, uh, that might be that might be the the next best step. Um, I also think that you could also work with an accredited financial counselor, so an AFC. Woo woo, AFCs. Sorry, I'm also an accredited financial counselor, yes, so I should is. just mention that as well. Um, but I do think you know whether maybe you're you're working with a certified financial planner, like even at the very beginning stages. You know, a lot of us have that kind of really good one-on-one counseling skills that we can have those discussions with you to help you. Um, unburdening your load of, of debt. And we do have information on selecting um, a financial Yes, choosing professional. a financial professional. Yes, yeah. we do have resources on that as well, too. We had a really great webinar, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy and I did a webinar last spring, yes, with Get Savvy. So uh, we have a great webinar series called Get Savvy, Grow Your Green Stuff, Um it's Which available is, on YouTube. Correct? Yeah, it's available on yes. YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. So I'll also put also put that in the show notes. So if that's something that you're interested in, like choosing a financial professional, um, and there's a website as well. So I want to mention that. Um, that way, if you ever like are like, what is a CPA? Yeah. <laughs> like you could yeah. like look at it and say, oh, that's what a CPA. I mean, like we can Google those things now, but it's also good. It's a good resource for that as well. So I like the idea of the show notes. Like we we're so fancy now. We, we want to do like fans. our show notes. Oh, you so can we check can out our get show resources. Notes. You know what's that. more fun is like talking, like shouting out to other um, podcasts that we've done. Be oh like, yeah, oh, hey, yeah, we've done this one already. Go listen to that <laughs> one. Um, makes me really excited. So yeah. um, lastly, I think that if you need to work with a credit counselor, there are those available. So we have the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. And that website is www.nfcc.org. And again, I'll put those in the show notes. But, you know, you should know that there is a small fee for their service. But in the long run, they're looking to help you. And again, it's that accountability piece. So um, they are available all across the country. So it's something that you could definitely be a helpful source for you. So for with all that we've just talked about in terms of debt, um, a big thing for me always has to do with, you know, debt and its relationship with our financial well-being. And of course, with like our financial well-being, when we talk about that, um, just like our ability to take care of our finances now and in the future and just to enjoy some level of freedom um, um, in our lives. And so when I think about like the relationship between those two, 
um, some of the resources that we just shared and some of the strategies that we just shared are very important to help us to get to that place that I know that we all want to get to, mm -hmm. right? Where we're not waking up in the middle of the night um, feeling stressed out because of um, something that we know we have to be paying. Um, so thinking more about how um, our debt relates to that. Um, Stacia, do you have any thoughts on this piece? Well, I just wanted to throw out one last resource. So America mm -hmm. Saves Week is the thing like almost last week of February. So it's like February 22nd through the, like the end of the month. Um, I do think that that's a really good resource as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can always just Google America saves week and it's going to pop up. And, um, you know, their goal is to help people save more, but they, yeah. you know, part of that is also debt reduction. Mm -hmm. So that it's that, that piece is there. If something, um, if you're looking for an article or if you're looking to learn more about some of the things that we talked about, you know, that's a good resource to check out as well. And you can also make their America Saves pledge. Yes. I've made that pledge. I like it. Mm. I've made that pledge many years in a row <laughs> on many different things, you know, because there's yeah. different things to save for every year and different things to do. So, you know, they're not looking to just, you know, reduce debt, but, you know, save for a vacation or retirement or your kid's college fund, those kind of things. This has been a great conversation, Stacia, or discussion. Um, anything else that you would like to add about our topic on debt? I think, you know, this is like a very broad look at debt. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think maybe in the future we might have more podcasts talking about debt. You know, um, some people know this, but I used to be a debt collector. Woo -woo. Not really, woo -woo, but you know, I used to be a debt collector. So there's all that piece of that that we could talk about. Um, we could talk about student loan debt because trust me, there's tons of it out there. Um, I think we just hit what over a trillion dollars in student loan debt, which mm -hmm. is like really scary to me. Uh, but you know, there's tons of different ways to talk about it. But we hope that this quick podcast is a good way to help get you jump started to mm -hmm. reducing that if this is something that you need in your life. Um, you know, and always if if you know, somebody who's kind of, who needs this or is like looking for it, you know, just, you know, like family financial feuds. They're really cool. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. And like Sisha said too, yeah, this is one topic that I know for sure that we will revisit in the future to talk about like just different aspects of it. Um, um, I had a fun time looking up like different things related to this mm -hmm. topic as well too. And even like thinking about my own um, experiences with like debt management and thinking about some of my trial and errors, some errors that I failed at and um, growing over the years to become yeah. um, a good manager of my money and good manager of how I handle like all the different um, pieces I have related to debt. So we're so glad that you could join us for this episode. Yes. We absolutely love doing this. Like the podcast is one of our favorite things to do. No, I should say it's one of Seisha's favorite things to do. She <laughs> it is one of my favorite. So <laughs> I do love it. I do love it. You know, but I do help. I hope that, you know, this, again, like I said, motivates you. I hope you don't feel ashamed of your debt, you know, um, oh, and that not. we just want you, if you are struggling or if you know someone who is struggling, that this helps motivate them um, to get that taken care of and uh, make that less stressful in their life because that's important. All right. Thank you all so much for joining. Until next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Family Financial Feuds. If you'd like to learn more about the educators, Extension in Illinois, or just personal finance in general, you can check us out on the web at www.retirewell.illinois.edu.